This is The Jerry Callahan Show. see what you have for dinner and we talk about it when we get together in the morning we True. Ask, and i ask about uh, your dinner all the di side dishes the main dish how you cooked it you know when you how you prepared it that's uh, one of our things one of our things and and facebook was down and i was lost man i was just like untethered thank god it's back you got to tweet out your breakfast that was lovely i i got to see your eggs benedict this morning those uh, you did a wonderful job you didn't uh, bring any for me. But As you know, I don't eat toast, Jerry. So there was no eggs. Oh, Benedict. no toast. No, what, what? no bread. No carbs. Yeah. Only a, a pretty much a pure meat diet. Well, uh, it was eggs Benedict without the toast. Okay. Right. It was just uh, whatever cheese and eggs. I can't stand that. I can't look at eggs Benedict, and I'm like the least picky eater. Uh, I'll eat anything, but I. Some, what about it? Is it the? Is it not the just, sauce? Not the hollandaise? Uh, no, it's this. The egg is poached, and it's just not cooked enough. Oh, you don't My like father, runny yolk. My father was into, you know, that uh, poached eggs, and my wife is now. She makes eggs, egg, eggs Benedict, and apparently she does a great job of it. But it's just one thing I can't eat. Are you I, refusing food that your wife is making for you? Uh, rarely, but yeah. Well, she doesn't make that for me because uh, uh, she'll ask, you want eggs Benedict? And I say, I can't even watch you eat it. Uh, it's just one of those things, one of those things. And normally I'll eat anything she sticks in front of me. And uh, and enjoy it. I have a my wife is a gr incredible cook. It's amazing. I don't weigh four hundred pounds, uh, but uh, you know she she cooks healthy now for the most part. Like everybody, you could follow her <coughs> follow her on Facebook, and you could see what we have for dinner every night. Is Facebook Does back? Does she actually by the put way? that? Uh, well, I, I checked it this morning right before we went live, and it looked like I could post there. So I think, oh, thank God. I know thank uh, God. you see, really you really. Upset I couldn't about it. share in the national panic. I I, uh, I I'm, I'm being facetious. Obviously, we use Facebook, but I don't uh, sit there on it and uh, and uh, converse with people. I don't. Uh, I don't. I'm not a Facebook guy. Me neither. I'm, I'm not a social media guy. Yeah, I, I. I read. I read books mostly. Yeah, I read. I, you know, I spend most of my time contemplating, thinking, writing, writing, and uh, and reading. And I'm not a social media guy, unlike you. Well, you are a Twitter guy. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah. You tweet well, the crap out of yourself yeah, on once Twitter. Once in a while. Well. Phew. You know, I don't tweet out what I had for lunch. That's true. That's for Instagram. No, I've, I, I've never, I don't like Facebook. It's a lot of family infighting. It feels like with Twitter, you're seeing a lot more news, right? So exactly. You can, and you, you have a lot, uh, you have a way to contact people that are interesting, that are outside your friend circles. But on Facebook, that's not how it it's works. It's too bad that Twitter is like Facebook and Instagram. It's run by the woke mob. It's too bad. But you know what? I feel good about this because, uh, we are now on locals, as as you have been uh, dutifully uh, promoting. Yep. Um, and we were forced, in a way. I, I guess we were we were chased over to locals. If you haven't been keeping up, before Facebook went dark, and we don't exactly know why yet, right? I don't know why. No. Uh, some some whistleblower will come forward. They, you know, they, they're, they're. I just don't understand why they don't have backups. <laughs> that's that's the strange thing for me. I, I don't get why. See, I, I don't understand any of it. I was counting on you to explain it to me. I still, I don't actually. I don't think anybody really knows for sure right now. But as soon as we'll we'll figure it out, and then I'll explain it to you. But as uh, as we mentioned yesterday, and we talked about last week. We were kicked off uh, YouTube again. We had another strike, and as far as you know, we get three and you're out. Three and you're out. Yeah, well, they do. They they will. So you had one, and sometime in 2020, I think it was, and they do fall that's when off we were, eventually. Uh, that's when we were stoking the uh, the insurrection. We were encouraging <laughs> we people were. to storm the Capitol. Yeah. Yes, um, but this time we got a strike for what we believe was. 
playing the sound of NBA players who are uh, vaccine hesitant, as they say, or vaccine skeptics. Yep. And we were careful. I'm, I've always been careful not to say don't get. Va- I mean, I'm not an anti-vaxxer at all. I just I, I I like debate. I like hearing both sides of an issue. I like questions. I like curiosity. That's what. You know, what we do here, we well, ask how questions. You, how can you be an anti-vaxxer when you took the vaccine? <laughs> don't, don't. I know, it's, it's, uh, it's confusing. Don't, but. don't confuse matters yeah. here. Anything that is not 100%, just give me the jab, give me twice, give me five times. Uh, you know, don't ask questions. Don't ask about side effects. Don't allow people to even express any, any skepticism is sick. It's so anti-American when you think about it. it I mean... Um, Jonathan Isaac or, or Cole Beasley or whoever, they're not Robert Kennedy Jr. They're not saying there's, you know, they're, they're implanting a microchip. The government's tracking you. No. They're just saying essentially, uh, and, and we can read uh, Cole Beasley. He had a really good, um, I don't know if it was a tweet, a Twitter post or yeah, Instagram, it right? but it made the you rounds. And he said, he claims he's getting booed and heckled in his home stadium. The Bills fans are yelling at him for not being vaccinated. He's 32 years old. He's obviously healthy. He's he's taken uh he's he's not backed down at all. He's not quietly saying I don't really want to do it. He's saying I'm not doing it. Here's why. The opening line is I'm not taking it cuz I don't need it. That's what he said. Yeah. Now, if we play that, if if there were audio, you know, YouTube would kick you off. It's just it's insane the idea that you can't have a debate and a healthy, robust exchange of ideas. That is not only frowned upon, it's banned. It's banned. And we played Jonathan Isaac last week, the NBA player from Orlando, mm-hmm. who was incredibly uh, smart, thoughtful, articulate, really, really uh, uh, worth listening to. And if you play it now on YouTube, you get banned. That should outrage everyone. I understand it doesn't outrage the woke mob because that's their, you know, that's their thing, shutting down dissent, shutting down voices that disagree with them. But if you can't see how un-American, how wrong that is, I mean, you're hopeless. And we are, are we, we, we are not on YouTube now. No, we're, no, no, no. We're on locals because, yes. because they won't allow us to play an NBA player who answers a question from the media about the vaccine and why they're hesitant. Well, and when you think about it, it's not a post. You know, it's not an Instagram post or Twitter or Facebook. It's just a guy who has got an obligation. A, a, he has, by the rules, he has to sit in front of the media. And when the media asks him why he's not vaccinated, he explains. And we play that, and I'm sure hundreds of other people played it on YouTube. There are other places where it is up on YouTube. I saw it on YouTube. Oh, did you? But they didn't get shut down. I guess we discussed it. Uh, Yes. And what do you say? I mean, maybe you could... We said he was reasonable. Yeah, maybe if you say this this troglodyte, you know, this, this, this moron... Doesn't understand science. Maybe we'd still be up if we said that. You think? Uh, maybe that's what would have done it. Okay, yeah. next time. Well, next and you saw, so you saw the post that uh, I did a, a video about, it, just kind of talking about what happened. I fought it. I fought it, and uh, I fought the strike. And I told, and I, you know, I messaged YouTube, "Hey, listen. Um, number one, we didn't say this, and number two, we're not anti-vax. We're just, we're just playing this sound of this, you know, articulate." NBA player and they denied that they denied it and we're we're so I think we're locked out until tomorrow. Well, the the story is that 
they're doing that to, um, I said hundreds, probably millions. Yeah, on mass, yeah. They're doing it to people, anybody who expresses skepticism, including doctors and nurses. I mean, it's it's insane how this is not a, a scandal, but it's not. There are, uh, you know, a handful of oligarchs in Silicon Valley who decide what message gets through and what does not. And it it, and it is amazing. Like, these things change, you know, like, you weren't allowed to talk about natural immunity. Um, you know, Fauci never does. Yep. And we'll get to that weasel. God, he, he just gets more slimy every day. But uh, flip-flop Fauci is one of his great flip-flops yesterday. Um, but to yesterday, and I'm not sure how many people have seen it, because obviously their work gets gets buried, gets censored. But Project Veritas, once again, does a great undercover video where they... I don't know how they do. I think they have some hot chicks that work for them. I think That's probably James O'Keefe hires, you know, pretty young assistants and they set up these guys at the bars. You know, they did it with a, uh, I think it was a Facebook executive last time or some, was it Twitter or Facebook? And, and they get buzzed and they start babbling. And, then, and next thing they know, it's going viral. Well, they get a scientist from Pfizer inside portion of the actual virus so your antibodies are probably better at that point than the vaccination and he's drinking and he's eating you could see at some bar and he's probably thinking i'm gonna get lucky tonight and the girl the woman has a camera in her uh purse and she gets the guy on video saying oh natural immunity is better than than our our uh our vaccine there's a guy from pfizer admitting it now that should be everything being equal that'd be a huge story right yes it would it would be like the lead in the evening news with lester holt they'd be saying okay uh we've been telling you that you have to get vaccinated even if you've got natural immunity even if you've already had covid turns out that's a load of crap let's let's listen to this scientist undercover you know with a couple of pina coladas in him i don't know what he's drinking in this video but it doesn't look very manly um uh, but what if I mean, what if there were a real news? We, if, if we had real media, if it wasn't just up to James O'Keefe or, or uh, you know, Twitter, peep, some people on Twitter to um, to share this. If that's what a, the media is for, is to push back against tremendous power ooh, like that. No, that's, no, what spo- no, no. That's, what, that's what they're supposed to be for. No, no, no. Now, free press, but they're not free. They're a captured they, press. They are the arm of the deep state, of the swamp. That's what they are now. Super disappointing. And, and, they have, and they've made a star out of the Stephanie Grissom, who was the press secretary for uh, Melania. She's out talking about whatever, the Kush, Jared Kushner, and what a weasel he was. And so she's going to be a big hit. But the Project Veritas video... Most people will never see it. It will never get publicized. And today, they will be demanding. Actually, today, there'll be firings. There are firings all across the country of teachers and cops and, and, and healthcare workers who've had COVID, have natural immunity. They're all set. They don't need the vaccine. They'll get fired for not getting the vaccine when on this day, we have a Pfizer executive, a scientist, I'm sorry, not a, a scientist saying natural immunity is better than the vaccine. But if you don't take the vaccine, if you have natural immunity, you could lose your career, your job. And by the way, you're not eligible for unemployment. It's going to destroy people who have good reason not to get vaccinated, uh, who have had COVID. And by the way, some of them, like cops and, and nurses, how did they get COVID? 
They got it by being on the front lines right. Right. And, and doing and doing this job, which we considered heroic a year ago. We were clapping. Which earned them applause when they went out in public. If you saw someone in those scrubs, hospital scrubs, those Johnnies, whatever, then you applauded. If you saw a cop who was, you know, uh, answering the call and tending to people and going to domestic violence, they might be getting COVID from that job, that job which they will now lose if they don't get an unnecessary injection. It's such bizarro world we're living in right now. It really is nuts. And I guess, um, uh, will we ever know what happened to Facebook and Instagram? Will we ever know I think why? We'll know. Yeah, I think we'll know what will happened. Will there be anything political involved here? Will there be anything, uh, you know, like uh, I'm, I keep nefarious? Waiting for, I keep waiting for Anonymous to come out and take credit for it. That's true. Uh, it sounds like it was an inside job. Someone did something. Someone someone deleted something, and it caused this thing. So I don't know. It seemed like it was on a. I could be. I read somewhere too, just kind of fleeting that it was on some sort of time lock too. Like it would have. Like it was. Someone did it, and then twelve hours later, the thing went down. And so I think there's going to be ways to track it, but we'll see how much we get. I don't know how. I, you know, Zuckerberg rules Facebook with an iron fist. I don't know if if he'll let anything out but things leak so i think, I think we'll know. someone is testifying today i don't know if zuckerberg but some of these big tech titans i don't know they're always testifying and they always you know think they're going to get them and think somehow they'll be held accountable but they never are because they have they've paid off everybody oh, republicans yeah. democrats google pays off everybody and they can get away with anything same with facebook i mean it is frightening how powerful they are at this point this is the problem if you want government to regulate business, then regulators can get captured because regulators don't know how to write these laws. They have lawyers. And so they've got lawyers and supporters from that exact industry who are writing the laws and they always do it in the favor of the big and the powerful. That's why you had Blue Cross Blue Shield Anthem lobbying for the ACA. You'd think, why would why would we want to put more regulations on ourselves? Because they know, the uh, Blue Cross Anthem knew that they could set the tone, they could set the laws which would kill Anybody who is competing with them. That's and, the problem. And, and uh, again, I mean, it's, uh, we should be able to hear both sides. And you would think, you know, with more you know, outlets, with more platforms, you'd be able to have more diversity of opinion. But it, uh, the opinion has never been less no, diverse. Not, no, right now uh, it's... I mean, because there are so many, uh, so many rules and restrictions, things you can say, you can't say. I mean, we didn't talk about this yesterday, but this is the point it's reached. A woman died, and I could get the... Uh, oh, yeah, it. we did. Right, that's right. She, uh, she, she, uh, yeah, you retweeted it. it. I'll find it. A woman, passed, she was 37 years old. She died after getting vaccinated, and she was a skeptic. She didn't want to. She, got, she had side effects. She passed away. So they put it in the obituary, what she thought about the, the vaccine and, and what happened to her. Twitter um, puts a warning on a obit obituary... Obituaries are essentially written by the family, the survivors, you know, the, the widower, whoever, the kids, if your parents die, everyone knows, you know, you write the obituary and you pay for it, you know, newspapers charge and you pay for it and you put the obituary in the paper. So they, the family does an obituary. You can see it, a guy that, you know, loved his grandchildren and loved, you know, walks in the park, whatever. They put personal stuff in there. So they put personal stuff in this woman's uh, obit. It's uh, Jessica Berg-Wilson, by the way. Jessica, from Seattle. She's from Seattle. Yeah. She, she died in September. And 
in this in this obit, they put what that she was skeptical of the obit of the uh, vaccine. She didn't want to get it in the first place, but she was starting to have roadblocks to doing things with her family. Like they're okay, you can't go to the school, or you can't go to this PTA meeting, or whatever until you get it. So she decided that she would. She eventually broke down, got the vaccine, and died. And had a, had, had, had obviously adverse reactions. And vaccine-induced what thrombosis? Thrombosis. Uh, Thrombocytopenia. Wow. And so they put that, obviously, cause of death, and they put her her attitude in the obit. Twitter flags it. They're flagging obituaries now. That is chilling when you think about it. They got somebody there somewhere in in Silicon Valley checking to see if you put any dangerous misinformation in your obituary. (laughs) Honest to God. Uh, there is, there is no limit to the, uh, to the reach, the overreach of these people. And it is frightening and they're, you know, they're not letting up. They're not slowing down. It doesn't matter that the numbers are plummeting of deaths and hospitalizations, at least in, you know, Florida and down South up here in new England, the most vaccinated places are getting hit the hardest. Uh, and it doesn't matter. They're not going to stop They're They're, they're, uh, they're not even subtle about it, you know? I mean, they're not subtle about banning people, about strikes, and they just, they flex their muscles. They know they have paid off everybody there is to pay off in D.C., and there's nothing anyone's going to do about it. Josh Hawley or Ted Cruz will talk a good game, and maybe they'll, uh, you know, introduce a bill. Maybe they'll want to strip uh, them of Section 23 protections, but they know all the Democrats and a good hand, a good number of Republicans will continue to carry the water well, for part, big tech because they are getting and, huge uh, donations. And part of it is they keep they keep dragging, uh, you know, Zuckerberg and, and Jack to the Hill to, to testify. But you can clearly tell that Congress doesn't understand the products. Right. So, the other, so what's the point? Did you see the other day when Dick, Danang Dick uh, Blumenthal, the, uh, the sleazy senator from uh, Connecticut, started asking the, uh, I mean, you can find it, you know better than I do, what they're going to do about Finsta? No. Finsta? Uh, Finsta, yes. He, he, he didn't know what it was, and it was kind of funny, asking, uh, demanding. And I think oh. the execs kind of just said, you know, we'll look into that, sir, or something. But he actually was grilling them, saying they have to do something about Finsta. And somebody they had to, like, pull him aside and st- explain so what Finsta fake, was. Is it fake Instagram? Is it's just a term for fake. Oh, Accounts or whatever. I don't know. I mean, you can. Uh... Yeah, fake Instagram. The expression is popular among Gen Z and millennials to denote the private Instagram account meant just for close so friends. When, and give me the comment. Give me the question that uh, that creep uh, Blumenthal asked. He said, "What asking the executive or telling the executive they must do something about Finsta?" Uh, and I think they, this person just kind of rolled their eyes. Will you commit to ending Finsta? <laughs> Ask the seventy. Five-year-old lying uh, a guy who said, you know, he was slugging it out with Charlie in Vietnam, and apparently he was, like, you know, in Hawaii on uh, desk duty or something, lied about his service uh, famously. What did the executive, how would the executive respond when he asked about Finsta? Um, Facebook does not do Finsta at all. Finsta is, in fact, a slang word. Oh, let, me, let, let me look at the, let me see if I can find the quote from the Facebook peeps. I, I think they were, uh, they went gentle on this idiot. Well, but, yeah, I mean. But yeah. that's what you're dealing with. You're dealing with, you know, Chuck Grassley, 112 years old, or, oh. or, or, or Blumenthal asking questions about something about which they have no idea. Yeah, uh, Antigone Davis, the social media, um, uh, Facebook's global head of safety, said, 
Um, Facebook does not do Finsta at all. She, she replied gingerly, gingerly, the story says. Yeah. She replied gingerly to this moron asking about something. I mean, you think he, he probably has a staff of 50 people, interns and grad students. You think they could have helped him with that? Or read or just go on Instagram sometime and play around. You'll figure it out pretty pretty yes, quick. Yes, yes. But I mean, but, you did. Yes, You're but Facebook, Facebook's back? I Well, I think it is. This morning oh, it looked like God, it, but I haven't spent God, any time there. Thank God. We're worried. We're not on there today, though. No, we are only here on Locals. We're only here on Locals. You must join Locals. You must sign up. Even if you don't uh, subscribe, you can get on Locals and see us. Well, so so, so if you're in the community, you're, if you're here, you're, you're subscribing. If you want to support us, then that's $6 uh, a month or $6 a year, and you get the extra show on Friday and some other stuff. Yeah, some other stuff. We don't. But supporters are the payers, and community members or subscribers are the non-paying so far. Yes. And, so be uh, a supporter. Be a supporter. Yeah, sign up. Friday show. Just for subscribers and supporters. And what are we doing this Friday? Have we figured that out yet? Uh, we'll be on live on Locals. No, I know, but what are we going to do for the show? Yeah, I know the technical I mean, you're part. the content lead of this. I uh, thought you'd have some Jerry ideas. Callahan show. I've got a tons of ideas, my yeah, friend. Sure you do. Yeah, all, right. Like, uh, all right. All um, right. We got lots to get to on today's Callahan show. Brought to you, as always, by our friends at DCU. Why do DCU members love their free checking accounts? It's simple. No monthly maintenance fees, no minimum balance, and no strings attached. What's better is with direct deposit to their free checking account, DCU members can get paid up to two days early. Who doesn't love getting paid early? Zero monthly maintenance fees, zero monthly balance, zero reasons not to switch. They will even remove the hassle of switching your direct deposits and automatic payments from your current checking account. Learn more and make the switch today at dcu.org slash free checking insured by NCUA. Membership required. All right, I, this is not a big deal, I, but, you know, I took my lumps for being wrong about the Patriots and Brady. You got off easy, by the way. I admitted, what are you talking about? I admitted on Twitter, I took a beating. I, I sat here with a you. Beating. Uh, a, um, a turtle boy attacked me <laughs> well, mercilessly. That's true. That's true. On, on, uh, on Twitter. And, uh, you know, I admitted flat out that I thought Brady was going to win in a route. He didn't. The Patriots uh, made him look bad. He was flustered. The moment was big, and apparently it got to him. Mac Jones was much, much better. I went through the whole checklist of things I got wrong, things that surprised me. Of course, the Patriots lost, and they're 1-3, going to play the 1-3 Houston Texans. The other day, or two nights ago, they played the the one of the most watched you know, one of the biggest regular season games ever in the NFL. Ratings are huge. 30 million people were watching. It was a big, big deal. Everyone was talking about it. This week, they play the one and three Texans, and they get the Z team. You know, like the broadcasters, they get like Sam Ritigliano and uh, and John Rita Perel. Those are going to be the two uh, broadcasters. Is John going to be there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Really? And you're side, lying. Sideline reporter is going to be the See, fab- I don't know that first name, so I can't tell if you're kidding or not. The, uh, the sideline report is going to be the fabulous sports babe. She's back. All right, good. But this is the Z team. This is a game nobody's going to watch. They're going to go from 30 million viewers to about you know uh, 112 viewers uh, this week. It's going to be, uh, and, and God knows if they lose that, and they might have one of those letdown games. But it's the problem with losing the moral victory. It's still, you know, it's a loss, and it hurts you in the independent race. And there's going to be like nobody watching if they don't uh, win a few here. Because, you know, when you're out of the race by Thanksgiving and you, you know, got a rookie quarterback and the Bills run away with it, it could get grim around here. This could be the, the finest moment of the season, almost beating Brady. On Sunday Night Football, we'll see how they recover or react or 
follow that up. But so it was the largest Sunday night uh, football uh, viewership since the NFC East um, game, Dallas Washington. Uh, in like, in uh, 1990 with 30 million viewers. That was 1990? 1990, yeah. Wow. That's, that That is amazing. I'm not surprised. It was a tight game, not a beautiful game, but a close game, an intense game, an interesting game. And, you know, I, I enjoyed the hell out of it. I wish there were more games like that. But uh, um, we got to get to this um, this Biden story because, I mean, the uh, yeah, the Biden story, but the Kristen Cinema. Kirsten Cinema uh, attack. You know what I said yesterday? What'd you say? I heard it. I, I, I listened to it. And I said that somebody will say, you know, it's just part of the process. Those things happen when they attacked Kristen Cinema, accosted her in the ladies' room. It, if that were, again, AOC or Nancy Pelosi or Yana Presley, and the person accosting her, had a red MAGA hat. Didn't have to be a man, although there was a man in the ladies' room, but we know that's cool now. That's okay. Uh, but had that been reversed, had that been AOC, it would not only be the biggest story in the country, the person with the camera, with the phone, doing the talk and doing the yapping would be in jail. I believe that 100%. It's illegal to videotape someone in the bathroom. You think they wouldn't press charges if that were a MAGA guy? If that were a MAGA woman... A MAGA hat attacking an AOC about whatever, political, a bill, a vote. It, I mean, it's it like everything else these days, it just kind of illuminates the double standard, the two-tier justice system. That would be a huge shoot story. It's all they'd be doing on New York Times and, and, and Washington Post and NBC. And that person, if not all the people in that little group of activists, would be arrested. They'd be in jail. No charges yet, pending. Being solitary, you know, four, six, eight months, it would be huge. AOC would be crying for, on the camera saying she thought she was going to be murdered and raped. Again, she said she thought she was going to be raped and murdered she was on January here. 6th. She wasn't even in the same building as the, as the rioters, the unarmed rioters. These people, these, these pests, these creeps who followed cinema into the bathroom and demanded she vote their way because if they, she doesn't, they're going to get her out of office, says the woman. Well, if you, if you thought that woman was just detestable and, and, and over the top, um, check, check out her story. She's, she has a PhD. She's a DACA recipient, an illegal alien, with a PhD in microbiology and immunology. That's the woman who followed cinema into the, has, into Her the name bathroom? is Sophia Marjanovic. That's crazy. She's got a PhD, and his... his I'm, I'm often accused. People say, well, you know, why do you hate liberals? I don't hate liberals. I have liberals uh, friends. I have liberal family members. You know what I hate? What do you hate? Ingrates. I hate people <laughs> who are ingrateful, ungrateful, and unappreciative. And, and, and this woman, I guarantee you, has, has got a free ride her whole life. She's an illegal alien who went to college and got a friggin' uh, bachelor's degree, probably a master's degree, and a PhD. Do you think she's paid a nickel for that? Or do you think Uncle Sap picked up the check? I'm not uh, saying I know for sure. I don't. But I'm just guessing. She she's knows how to, to game the system. She's got, you know, all kinds of benefits on us, on the, the taxpayers, and doesn't give a damn. Still doesn't give a damn. Says, but does nothing but bitch about this country and its treatment of indigenous people. And she goes on this rant but we're on stolen land. Well, she's she sat. She's been on stolen land her whole life. You know, she's 
she probably owns some stolen land, conquered land, we call it. And, you know, she got an education, a free education, got all the benefits. I'm sure she's had all kinds of financial aid and all kinds of grants and gifts and still bitches about this great country and still, you know, doesn't want to go home. I don't know where she's from. Sophia Marjanovic doesn't sound, you know, Mexican, but apparently she she talks. She got married, who knows? Yeah, yeah, Yeah. whatever. And she talks about, you know, her grandfather died and she couldn't go home to the funeral. Well, who's stopping you? Well, that's. You could have gone home to the funeral. (laughs) Yeah. And by the way, she's got a PhD. She couldn't get citizenship. I mean, that's how citizenship is supposed to work. You give people doctors and, you know, people. There's no way she got that with, 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 she at least has a permanent resident status. She at least has a green card. Right. I know. I mean, I did that. My wife has a green card. Uh, My wife is Brazilian. We went through all this immigration process. She has to at least have that to have a PhD. Of course. And I mean, obviously. She's not illegal. What the hell is she talking about? If this were reversed, again, we'd know everything about her. We'd know what she posted on Facebook. We'd know her Twitter. We'd know all her uh, associations. We'd know if she was in the Oath Keepers. She's in some crazy pro-illegal immigration organization, which is what she, who she was representing when she accosted cinema, and then uh, they accosted cinema on the plane. Well, that's they, the thing; it's not even they just went once. to her house. It's not just once; it keeps happening. They, they won't let it's up. A stalker. And, and to me, I think, and I'm generally not, you know, I don't have a lot of confidence in Democrats to do the right thing. I think Cinema is the type. She's kind of a renegade. She thinks she's, you know, the Democrat version of John McCain, the maverick. But, and she, this is not going to make her more likely to, to oh, bow. Oh, no, she's going to get To opposite. bend, to give in to the radical lefties, to give in to, this is, these are AOC's people. These are Bernie people. They want the $3.5 trillion boondoggle, which includes hiring 80,000 uh, enforcers for the IRS to monitor everybody's bank accounts. That's what amazes me. There are a lot of Democrats, obviously everybody in the media, supporting this. Do they understand? I mean, a lot of them are rich. A lot of them have businesses. Do they understand what they're supporting? This is a big step towards authoritarianism. Yeah, uh, liberals used to to fight for for privacy and for civil liberties, and that's all gone. That's all absolutely all gone. They fight for the state. Yeah, they want they fight for more yeah. centralized power, yeah. more power for the federal government. And if this doesn't give you pause, if this doesn't give you a little a little chill up your spine, uh, you're not paying attention. Eighty thousand new enforcers for the IRS. They want the power to monitor any transaction you make in your bank account over six hundred dollars. Yep. So what happens is if you you know, sell your, your, your bicycle. I bought a a car a few years ago and withdrew $4,000. It was just an old car that I I wanted to, to, it was an old like Merc. And I had to fill out all sorts of paperwork because I took it out cash from, from my bank because the feds wanted to see it. $4,000. That's going to be down to 600. I know. So if you bought, you're up in New Hampshire, you you bought a new gun. They want to know. They want to know what you did with that money. By the way, if you buy a gun with with your, you know, six hundred dollars, I'm already on a list. There I'm is a lists. big time uh, flag there. There is a neon flag. I'm a on gun you. owner, Bitcoin owner, Ooh, worked in blockchain uh, tech for a long time, libertarian, you, no, free you state are project. Flagged. I am. I'm on so many lists. You are halfway in that deplorable. You got one <laughs> foot in that deplorable jail. That's why when you retire, I'm but out. It is amazing to me that anybody would say yes. I, I guess there are some lunatics, AOC type crazies who hate this country, want to see it destroyed, want to see all power go to the state, I mean, to the federal government. 
and they think this is a good idea. Yeah, you know, people, too many people are cheating on their taxes. Too many people aren't paying their fair share, which is a load of crap to begin with. But isn't that amazing that, oh, six, 600 bucks, if you have a family of four or five or six, that's a grocery bill. Exactly, yeah, <laughs> right, that's exactly right. And they want that flag, and they want one of the new 80,000 federal agents to monitor it and say, did that, you know, was that a legal transaction? And if it's a, if it's incoming revenue, like a sale of whatever your, your bicycle or sale of your, of your shotgun, they want to make sure you pay taxes. Yeah. So you sell something and, and, you know, people sell things on whatever Facebook marketplace. Well, I was just thinking Craig's that. look, I mean, that's all trackable. Yeah. They'll, they'll track that. So you sell whatever you sell on Facebook marketplace, you know, you a set of tires. Yeah. And you sell it for 600 bucks. They want their, whatever it is, the, the sales tax on that. And there are people who support this. That's all you need to know is this is not about, you know, spending. It's not about the green new deal. It's not about, you know, infrastructure. It's about gaining more control uh, over you from the federal level. And if you, if you don't know that by now, you, you got to open your eyes. If liberals actually wanted um, you know, the, uh, taxes to be, um, done the right way to be, you know, so there's no loophole. So no one was getting away with anything. They would support a flat tax. Right. With, right which will never happen. Where they should support a flat tax with, uh, with, with no, what's the word when you, uh, with no, um, what, uh, write-offs. That's write-offs, how you would do it. No loophole. Well, loophole, I hate the term because loophole just means you follow the law. I mean, the, right. Yeah. Congress makes the law. If they're a loophole, Congress allowed it. It's not the fault of the of the greedy it's not. millionaire. Everybody's trying to pay less taxes <laughs> I mean, based what on you the do. tax code. That's what you do. Right. Unfortunately, it's, tax law is written by big companies and uh, and captured regulators. So well, you get plenty all this of uh, plenty of flat tax proponents. Malcolm, uh, uh, who was the guy Steve in the nineties, Steve Forbes, and and others. I think Herman Cain. Uh, others have proposed yeah. flat tax, twelve percent, thirteen percent. But they won't do it they, because, A, they you know, love the power of the IRS. God knows right. Obama used the IRS to go after his political enemies, which to me was a real scandal that he got away with. Uh, and they, they feel like they're going to get more. They're gonna, I mean, it's not about revenue, by the way. It's about punishing it's about punishment your enemies, going after your enemies. They write the tax laws so that they, you know, the bottom 50% pay nothing. The top 1% pay 40%, and yet they still demonize them and say you don't pay your fair share. We've gone over it before. If you're in New York City and you make over whatever, 200 grand, they want you to pay 60%, 60% of your income in tax to the state, the feds, and the, and the local government. And then they want to say you're not paying enough. No matter what you pay, it's not enough. It's all about class warfare, which is what Democrats do and what they really are good at making demonize one group of people. Now it's the unvaccinated, by the way, not it's the rich and the unvaccinated are the bad guys. Let's get them. And that's what this is all about. I mean, they, they, they took their little kayaks and surrounded uh, Joe Manchin's boat. He lives on a boat in DC and they were yelling at him saying, you know, this will cost zero. I love that idea, by the way, is there anybody in America who believes a 3.5 trillion is going to come out of thin <laughs> air? I mean, well, they'll print. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't going to cost us anything. I mean, even if you just love no, Joe Biden, the government, I'm not who you are, the, nobody believes that. The government doesn't have anything, doesn't produce anything. The only right. thing that the government has is what it takes it from somebody takes. else. That's all. That's it. And people unfortunately, don't make that, that realization. Unfortunately, people don't 
believe don't understand that. I wish they did. I wish I they wish understand they that more. Government doesn't create jobs, you know. Doesn't government doesn't no it picks know, winners improve the economy? I mean, it's just uh, it's it's silly. But they have found, and and it becomes clear every day that the idea from the beginning, you know, when when Joe Biden got the nomination, was to take this guy who appeared harmless, who appeared moderate, who looked like good old Joe. He's been around fifty years. You know him. He rides Amtrak. You know he's from <laughs> Scranton. He was a and lumberjack. He's not dangerous. You know, Bernie Sanders was dangerous. Yeah. Elizabeth Warren was dangerous. This guy was not dangerous. He was benign. So they supported him. He wins the nomination. They screwed Bernie over again because he couldn't afford to have a lunatic. He was never going to win. Right. So, so you have this guy and you say, yeah, he's a moderate. He hasn't done one damn moderate thing. Not one since he's been in office. And this $3.5 trillion which he is going, he is fighting for, even though he's supposed to be moderate. He's fighting for you know this, this this liberal boondoggle, and if you cross him, you know he's ready to to crush you because the idea that he's compassionate or, or empathetic is is ludicrous too. He watched this video, I assume everyone watched this video. These 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 creeps following Cinema into the bathroom, going to her house the night before. Uh, harassing her on an airplane as she flies back to uh, to D.C. And again, I give her credit. She said almost nothing to these people. Most human beings would say, get out of my face, get out of the bathroom. They yep. wanted to get a charge out of her. They didn't. I give Kristen Cinema Kirsten Cinema credit. A lot of restraint. Because I think she's kind of a badass. Like I said, she does Ultraman. You're saying triathlons. Ultra, uh, Ironman triathlons. She's a big runner. She's an endurance athlete. She's a little crazy. She's bisexual. She dyes her hair. She wears crazy dresses. She's a little bit, you know, She's not your typical, you know, uh, 70-year-old Congress member. No, she's, yeah, right. Not Nancy Pelosi, who's 80-something. But um, so anyway, she gets accosted, as everyone has seen. They're harassing her, saying they're going to get her out of office. Yeah, good luck with that. Just what they want in Arizona. They want another AOC. They want another squad member. Anyway, the people harassing her, again, led by Sofia Majarnovic, a Ph.D. and an advocate for illegal aliens and open borders, uh, feels no remorse, no regret, harasses her as she's in the stall doing her business. If anything, I, I can't think of anything less appropriate. Than no. That. I mean, it's just— I'm not sure I could go. I think I'd have to leave the bathroom and go find somewhere else. And I wondered— would Biden condemn this? Because this is what he wants. I mean, he wants his foot soldiers out there attacking anybody, any enemy of the state, anybody who against, goes against his uh, decrees. So they asked about it, and I think he went off script, to be honest with you. I think that he was supposed to condemn it. Wink, wink. Oh, no, that was awful. We don't like that. But I told you yesterday, not a big deal, but I said this is what he's going to say. Yeah. And he did. He said it was, you know, part of the, happens to everybody. And again, the media just rolls over, except for Peter Ducey, and says, oh, it happens to everybody. But as I tweeted, and I looked, show me one other time where any, forget just, you know, harassing, you know, right-wingers or, you know, maverick, moderate Democrats. Show me where any politician was attacked in the bathroom. Have you ever heard of it? I've never heard of it. Have you ever seen it? No. I don't I, think I've ever seen I mean, obviously, you see them in restaurants, and you see them maybe on the street. Sure. Right. And like I said, they paddled up in their kayaks to, to Manchin's yacht. I don't think I've ever seen— cannons on that yacht. <laughs> Sink those bastards. <laughs> he came out on his deck and talked to them. 
and I guess I didn't uh, see the video. Was there a video on that? I'm gonna yeah, they're they're out. yelling at him about oh, this isn't spending. That's this this you know. Big, it's free. It's it's just free. It's just not spending. This is an investment. And he's like, yeah, whatever. I don't even know why he indulges him. You're right. He should have come out and just you know, pro- <laughs> <laughs> come up with a water cannon. Um, but um, I've never seen anyone go into the bathroom. Never seen anyone. I mean, this is a woman, and they're following her in the bathroom. You would think that we would all agree that's inappropriate and threatening. There was a guy in the bathroom. She wasn't. He wasn't front row center, but he was with. Sophia Marjanovic as they harassed a sitting senator. And by the way, if the president gets like a hundred secret service agents, the vice president gets like 50, their kids are protected by secret service. Hunter has secret service protection. Yeah. Probably. Why wouldn't a sitting senator have like one person guarding her one or two? You'd think there'd be some, especially sort of when there's a target on their back and there is they're after her, they're after mansion. And, but Biden had this, weak moment of candor where he admitted essentially that not a big deal. And I think it was a way to wink, wink, nod, nod, give his blessing and say, go get him to his foot soldiers. Like these crazy immigrant, you know, pro illegal alien activists. But let's listen to uh, dementia Joe as he's asked about the attack on cinema yesterday. President, uh, you're talking about how you have 48 democratic votes right now. The other two, uh, have been pressured over the weekend by activists. Joe Manchin had people on kayaks show up to his boat, T.L. Adam. Senator Sinema last night was chased into a restroom. Do you think that those tactics are crossing a line? I don't think they're appropriate tactics, but it happens to everybody. From The, <laughs> the only people it doesn't happen to are people who have Secret Service standing around them. Um, so uh, it's, it's, it's part of the process, yes. It's part of the process. Now, I mean, I realize it's a new day, a new low for Biden. You, you wake up in the morning and say, what will Biden do or say today to top yesterday's disgrace? A, it's part of the process. I'm not offended mm-hmm. by this comment as you are. Part of the process. And, and again, it's not someone writing a letter or, you know, uh, going to it. But by the way, this is the same day that Merrick Garland, the uh, attorney general for Joe Biden, uh, Sicked the FBI, the FBI, who doesn't, never even said a word, did a thing about Antifa and BLM who were burning down cities for a better part of a year. The FBI, you know, didn't get involved. That was a local matter. He wants the FBI to investigate angry parents who go to school board meetings and voice their opposition to critical race theory or to uh, the whatever the woke garbage they're teaching their children, indoctrinating their children with. So if you're a parent and you go to a meeting, you're going to be on the radar of Merrick Garland's FBI, of Joe Biden's FBI. That's how uh, insane this administration is. It's okay. It's part of the process to chase sitting senators. By the way, what if the next person, you know, kicks in the stall door and like, and like bashes her in the face? I mean, Still well, inappropriate tactics. You're going to say, oh, part of the process? Was it part of the process, Joe Biden, when a gunman, uh, I think his name was James Hodgkinson, uh, unloaded his, his AR-15 on Steve Scalise and, and, and left him within an inch of his life, you know, because he opposed Obamacare? That was a Bernie bro motivated by hate speech from the left who uh, almost killed a sitting congressman, wanted to kill them all. 
Rand Paul and everyone else yeah. who was at that baseball field. Fortunately, guards with guns took him out. But will that be considered part of the process if the next person attacks physically beats up Kristen Cinema or Joe Manchin, you know, throws him in the water or whatever, physically attacks him? Will Joe Biden say, oh, it happens to everyone? It does? Follow up for you, Joe. I know you don't do follow ups. I know you don't really do a lot of questions that aren't scripted except one from Peter Ducey. Happens to everyone. Who else has it happened to? Simple question. You think else? we would have seen it with social media? Who else has it something? happened to? Yeah. I mean, it's just ridiculous that you can't condemn that. Someone going in the bathroom and harassing a woman as she's sitting on the toilet? That's not enough for you to condemn? And as, as a stalker, it's the same woman who followed her a on a plane, who I mean, had to figure out her itinerary, had to get a plane ticket. I mean, this is someone who put thought and effort into Who's, be, who's into being backed, her. who's being supported by some group, some Soros-backed sure, yeah, group yeah. who are financing this lawlessness and the president of the United States won't even condemn it. It's just despicable. And uh, if you're going to say that's part of the process, you're going to give your blessing to the next person. That's what he's doing. Next person, go for it. And I just think, I don't know about Manchin, but I think cinema is not the type of person. Maybe I'm just being optimistic. She's kind of a, you know, kind of an oddball, kind of eccentric, kind of a maverick. This is going to make her less likely. It's like the mask mandates or the uh, vaccine mandates oh, where you make people less likely. Right. They say, like, like uh, Turtle Boy has said, when they threaten them with everything, then you dig in your heels. The type of person you're trying to appeal to is not the type of person who bows to that kind of, uh, of pressure. She's not going to just sit on that stall and take it. No, no. And although she showed remarkable restraint, remarkable, it's almost... In hu not human to not react. I'm sure to someone she's used falling to... in the bathroom. Well, that's a that is you, uh, you, you step say, far, hey, but... you know, get out of here, or you say, are you really doing this? I mean, on the plane, she just kept working or looking at her computer and looking at her phone. Didn't even acknowledge the woman yeah. who's harassing her on the plane. But I guess that's okay. I mean, if that were again, AOC was just a Congress, an irrelevant Congress person when you think about it. Um, or if that were Liz Warren, I mean, if that were someone on the other side of the aisle. Again, those activists would be in jail right now, and I believe that 100%. So right. I just want to let remind you that on Locals, we have an hour. So this is a good way to make our cut Excellent. off less than an hour. So we have about uh, 13 minutes left before well, we could uh, before uh, we, we could go on, but we're going to lose Locals? Yeah, we'd lose Locals. All right. Well, let's get to a couple of things. Flip if We accuse Fauci of flip-flopping a lot because he has. I mean, if you've ever seen – there are a lot of people – Oh, the mass social montage media who, is amazing. Who, can, who chronicle all the flip-flops. When you go on TV with your friends uh, in the mainstream media every day, you're bound to flip-flop. But even by those standards, Fauci is amazing. In a year and a half or in, in a, uh, a year and whatever, it's been nine months, he has, he has been on both sides of every issue, masks and mandates and kids in school, you name it. Um, but this one was dramatic, even by his standards. As we pointed out yesterday, he was on TV Sunday, I believe, with one of his dear friends on, on Face the Nation. You know, he has, I think they've named the green room after him on, uh, on CBS, <laughs> the, 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 you know, the, the, the evil elf green room, because he's there every Sunday doing any interviews with that. He's the ultimate egomaniac who can't get enough camera time, FaceTime. God knows when he actually works. But anyway... Went on TV Sunday and said it's too early to tell if we'll be allowed to celebrate Christmas. That's what he said. We played it. We heard it. It's not like there's, it, you know, people spliced it. He said what he said. And there was a big 
blowback. A lot of pushback on that one. A lot of people mocking him and ridiculing him and saying, I'm not going to wait for Fauci. Can you imagine anybody I know? You probably have people in your life who are vaccinated, who believe in the vaccine, who, who like, you know, Biden and like mandates and like government shutdowns. Even they go, what? I'm not supposed to be with my family on Christmas? Is, are you insane? We didn't listen to him last year. Right. Why, why are we going to listen to him this year? Well, uh, and they were told that if they had the vaccine, they were safe. So they got the vaccine. Right. They did what they were told. And so, of course, they're like, I'm going to see my family. And if some, one of your family said, I don't feel comfortable if you don't uh, whatever get double vaxxed, you'd be like, well, go screw. I don't want to be with you anyway. Well, right? I, I've got a buddy's uh, um, going to his wife's, uh, so his, his in-law, his wife's sister's wedding. And they're requiring them to get COVID tested, just just these folks, because they haven't gotten the God, vaccine people. before they go to the the. Uh, I've events. been to a few. I was at a few events this summer, parties and dinners where they said you must be vaccinated, but nobody checked. Yeah, what it was just a do? way to cover their ass. They, you know, you got to be vaccinated. Well, if you got oh, the yeah. vaccine necklace, then so <laughs> that's, that's right. a good way to check. Yeah. I mean, I got the tattoo. I got my. <laughs> I got my uh, barcode. Oh, the my code. barcode, so you can scan it. But so yesterday, Fauci goes on and said he was taken out of context. And tell me, this doesn't sound like a smarmy little a hole when you listen to. It. I know he's always he's he's annoyed me for a long time. But listen to this guy who just has no tolerance for anybody questioning his authority or or his word from on high. If you dare question it, he's got you know he's gonna he's coming after you and saying you took my words out of context. You were on video. It wasn't like it was secondhand. We heard what you said. We played it. But he flip-flopped like 12 hours later. Best way to assure that we'll be in good shape as we get into the winter would be to get more and more people vaccinated. That was misinterpreted as my saying, we can't spend Christmas with our families, which was absolutely not the case. I will be spending Christmas with my family I encourage people, particularly the vaccinated people who are protected, to have a good, normal Christmas with your family. But uh, That's uh, the Christmas elf, uh, Tony Fauci. That's bad news for his family. They were hoping it'd be... Uh, that he would stay at home. Yeah, he'd stay at home. Stay, stay in his apartment. Uh, by, no, stay in the green room at CNN, where he spends most of his free time waiting for someone to interview him. But I thought it was a good sign that most people mocked and ridiculed him and said, we're done with you. We're done listening. It's, I mean... It's over, Fauci. By the way, on Christmas Eve, the angry elf turns 81. 81. Wow. So we're taking orders from an 81-year-old you know, public health official and 80-year-old Nancy Pelosi and 78 going on 108-year-old president. Again, these are people you wouldn't allow to drive. You would take their key. And I'm serious. You would never trust them, you know, to to be your Uber driver. No. I mean, you wouldn't trust them, you know, to deliver your mail. You wouldn't allow them to hold your baby. You know, you wouldn't allow them to do, uh, to paint your porch. You'd say, the person's too old. They're not with it. I mean, and yet we allow them to, you know, shut down the country, sign a $3.5 trillion, trillion budget to shut down the country, to shut down businesses, to keep, to mask up five-year-olds. We're allowing these insane, overreaching uh, 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 edicts from people who shouldn't even be allowed to try to, you know, work the remote. 
for your TV. No, they should be watch. They should be watching TV and just hanging out at home. Taking at walks point. if they can do it. Taking do walks, walks, yes, and and enjoying their golden years. They're not supposed to be the most powerful people on the planet, but we've discussed that enough. All right, let's get let's get to. Uh, I want to do, do Shay and then uh, I want to do Shay Shay Concrete, and then we're going to do the Sage Steel story. I don't know. It didn't get a lot of play, but I find it interesting. Sage Steel, who um, doesn't want to call herself black. Even though it helps if you're at ESPN, it helps if you're in the mainstream media. He doesn't want to do it, and uh, we will tell you why after we tell you about Shea Concrete. This is uh, for you homeowners and home builders out there. Did you know that Shea Concrete has a huge selection of precast concrete steps? Of course you did. I've been telling you about this. This is the best thing. I think it might be the best thing they do is their precast concrete steps. Whether you're building a new home or you need to replace an old staircase in an old home, Shea has great values with designs for any home. Available in concrete, or you can customize the steps with beautiful stone, granite, or brick. A new staircase can dramatically upgrade the front front entrance of your home. In most cases, they can remove the old stairs and have you walking up your new front steps within hours. Just like that, you call Shay, they come over, they take the old steps away, which, by the way, they're really heavy. That is a pain in the ass. They take the old steps away, they put the new steps. You can sit in the window with the AC cranking and watch it all happen. And when they're done, your house looks better and it's worth more. This isn't... A, an expense, this is an investment in your home. Check it out. You can learn more about Shea's precast concrete steps at SheaConcrete.com. And by the way, you can also look for a job there. You can go to Shea Concrete or get on SheaConcrete.com. They're always hiring. It's a great company, a great place to work. Maybe it's time for you to upgrade your profession and go work for Shea. Check that out as well at SheaConcrete.com. I, you probably don't know. You, you don't even know that I hate watch SNL. Uh, oh, I know this. You're but, one step away from you know writing letters to advertisers. I was um, I was uh, stalking Sage Steel. I was stalking. I was uh, um, oogling or ogling Sage Steel at the Super Bowl one year. She's she sparkles, man. She glows. She's an extremely attractive woman, and I never really thought about what her race or ethnicity was. But, you know, if uh, you're one of these race-obsessed, you know, Jamel Hill types or, you know, you're Max Kellerman, ESPN types, you think, oh, good, we have a prominent black woman and who's very good at her job at ESPN. Let's, you know, look at, let's count. Let's count. We've got this many blacks, this many whites, this many Hispanics, gays. When you're one of those types who, uh, you know, in the woke mob who makes everything about race, you think Sage Steele is black. Well... She doesn't say she's black because um, she's, pr- I don't want to be proud, because she's she's mixed race. You know? yeah. She's biracial. Right. She says, I'm biracial. She's Irish and Italian on one side. And she questioned, and I give her credit, she did this on a podcast with Jay Cutler, which I'm, not, I'm kind of surprised she went on there. Yeah, he's, he's got to be a kind of a but crappy host. I can't, does that even, does he can even talk? I've, I don't know. It sounds like a moron it. every I, time I, I hear it. Heard it. I, all I know is... Uh, well, I have her talking about it, too, if you well, want to Well, she it. talks about it, and she gets in hot water with the race hustlers, all the usual suspects, because she questions Barack Obama calling himself black because his father, who was black from Kenya, from Kenya was an absentee father, was yeah. not a good father, was gone. And the right. mother who did all the work raising him and was there and you know with him you know for his whole life until the day she died she was white so why not say yeah you know I'm biracial that's the way Sage Steele looks at it you know her mother's white her father's black and she says I'm 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 a product of both of them and I'm not going to turn my back for you know political reasons on my my own mother sounds pretty logical doesn't it sounds yeah. like an interesting conversation 
Well, it didn't go over well with some of ESPN colleagues and other in the race hustling community, but let's listen to the lovely Sage Steele. If they make you choose a race, yeah. she's like, what are you going to put? I go, well, both. She's like, well, you can't. He goes, well, what if Barack Obama chose black and he's biracial? I'm like, well, congratulations to the president. That's his thing. I go, I think that's fascinating consider, considering his black dad was nowhere to be found, but his white mom and grandma raised him. But hey, mm-hmm. you do you. I'm going to do me. That's, that's, she said, She said, listen, I'm pretty sure my white mom was there when I was born and my white family loves me as much as my black family. Oh, those are, uh, you know, equal love. Those words are, uh, radioactive right now. Uh, Car- Carl, Car- Carrie Champion, whatever her name is, Carrie Champion from ESPN says, sigh. My dad wasn't around when I was younger, but I'm still black. Sarah Spain, another total left wing race hustler, said, a reminder to women journalists, women everywhere, that you wear, oh, I'll forget it. Uh, Sage Steele often uh, also talked about what people wear. Yeah. And they're responsible if they wear whatever provo- provocative outfits. They know what they're doing, which they do, by the way. Speaking of provocative outfits, did you see what Kirsten Cinema was wearing on that plane? I did not. Ooh. <laughs> she, she knows how to, you know, get attention. Okay. And she's an attractive woman. But anyway, she did that, and a lot of the people in the media didn't like Sage Steele doing that. And she was attacked by. Jamel Hill, who said, so on top of thinking former President Barack Obama shouldn't identify as black because he didn't have a relationship with his black father, Sage Steele also thinks female journalists who dress a certain way know what they're doing when they put that outfit on. That's clown behavior. Tell me what she said that was wrong. I mean, honestly, she sounds thoughtful. And she just said, I think it's fascinating. She didn't She didn't say that he should or he shouldn't. He said, this is a peek into his psyche. And and she also, by the way, this is going to get her canceled. She, she doesn't like the mandatory vaccine at ESPN. She oh, didn't want to get it. They forced her to get it. She called it sick and scary that they forced her, a young, fit, thin, healthy person, to get the injection just to keep her job, which she did, but she called it sick and scary. I like it. I always like Sage Steele. I like her more now. She's kind of a rebel because she doesn't want to turn her back on her white mom. <laughs> yeah, listen to black voices except for if they're saying And I guess, I guess the argument would be this will open doors. If you say you're black and you're in the media at right. ESPN, don't you want to get advanced? Don't you see what happened to Rachel Nichols? Didn't you see what happened to, uh, you know, the, 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 the whole, all the old white guys? We booted them out the door, all the Mike Golicks and Trey Wingos. We want people like you, not just call yourself black, damn it. And she's like, well, what about mom? <laughs> it's a good question, but, you know, again, it brings us back to this point, Carano. No questions allowed. None. No curiosity. And that's why we're here. Uh, less than three minutes left. I'm giving you a T minus. Wow. We are, uh, all right, we are running out of time. We want to, uh, uh, no, that's good. We got, we got, to, I, I got, a, I got everything. I got to everything I wanted to get to. All right. And uh, we got to hear what you had for dinner last night. Yes. What was it again? Meat. Yeah, meat. Good. Meat. Something different. Meat. <laughs> meat. Uh, it's either ribeye or, or sirloin. And sirloin is normally what it is. Every night? Every day. That's pretty much my diet. You have ribeye or sirloin, nothing else? Pretty much. Sometimes I'll have eggs or some cheese and stuff. Pretty much. What about like chicken? Uh, I will, but it's not what as about satisfying. about fish? I don't like fish. So you have the same thing every night? Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's satisfying, actually. Yeah? Well, I mean, it's good. I love ribeye. I love yeah. steak. But, you know, you got to mix it up. You ever have like pork chops? Yeah, sometimes we'll do pork, but it's just not as... You ever have like Mexican? 
Uh, very rarely. I very rarely eat I, anything I, else besides you, this. You sound like a boring person. I'm no, glad, I, I'm love, glad I, I love food, but... Uh, I'm glad I don't follow you on uh, Facebook. Okay. You tweet out pictures of the ribeye? I did not. Well, why not? Well, I will tonight. What are you supposed freedom. to do? There aren't many people who do that on Twitter. I'll say that. No, Some people do, but not many. You summed it up right. Twitter's for people who want to read the news and opinions, and Facebook is for people Fighting with your who family. want to see how your, your friends from high school or whatever, your, your ex-girlfriend from high school is doing. So I, uh, I'll let you handle the Facebook thing and the Locals thing. Thank you to everybody for listening, for watching on Locals, for commenting. I promise you, Carano's reading all your yeah, comments. Right. He's not really paying attention to me. He's reading all the comments. Half and half. But uh, I appreciate it. And uh, we'll do. are we going to do this every day or we have yet to decide? We have yet to determine. Yeah, we'll have to think about it. We will see how it goes. We'll see if uh, YouTube, you know, strikes us out because we did some anti-vax talk today. You know, we didn't actually, but we talked about the vaccine and about Cole Beasley. Less than a minute. Uh, okay, I'm going to wait. Pressure's on. Do, 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 do. Cole Beasley says... just end this stream. <laughs> I want to I see you get nervous. Could you say goodbye? All right. All right. I will say goodbye. Thank you, Carano. Thank you to everybody for listening. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is The Callahan Show. We will talk to you again tomorrow.